that stain. It's Big Apple Baseball, broadcasting to you live from the intersection of nonsense and sport. I fought the law. Now I'm in a Mongolian prison teaching a young Batman how to defend himself. I'm Luke Lowry. And to my left, he knows baseball. He knows computers. He knows the way to a woman's heart is through her smaller and inferior brain. He's Chris Calderon. Uh, it's a good thing my fiance doesn't listen to this podcast. And to my right, you know him. You tolerate him. You go to more sporting events than the average sports writer, yet remember less sporting events than the average Alzheimer's patient. Because you drink too much. And He's other things. Jeff Morehouse. And other things. And other things? Well, you got anything you'd like to tell Ellen on this podcast? Board games, chess, uh, Spanish homework. That's why you don't remember sporting events? Because of board <laughs> yeah. games, chess, and Spanish homework. Too much homework, too much uh, Parker Brothers. So you were talking about other things. I guess that, that, that yeah, qualifies. Yeah. Water parks. Water parks do take up a lot of uh, Memory. mental yeah. space, capacity. I kind of want to go to that Six Flags Fright Fest. I've never been. Yeah, it looks like fun. Eh. I like like horror stuff. So I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, but usually that like amusement park Halloween stuff is pretty tame slash sure. lame. But I mean, Six Flags itself is good. But I mean, if you want to go get felt up by you know <laughs> a seasonal actor, <laughs> in a, yeah, 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 I mean the maze. That's the place to go. They have a, something similar, like right here in Tarrytown, mm-hmm. um, where they have like the headless horseman. Oh yeah, it's like, like a fa- it's like a famous one. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, I, I, there's I, always I, people that are dressed up in costume, period pieces. Yeah, whatever. it's silly. And then they have like the little uh, horse-drawn carriage that just just rides through the town of Tarrytown. Like, and if you look over here, it's a bodega. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I From want. The olden days of Sleepy Hollow, <laughs> bodega number one. Yes. Well, I wonder with the TV show if they're gonna. Try this year to do anything different. No, I, you know what? I don't wonder what the TV show. <laughs> That's is right. Do, because this is not a TV show podcast. Really? It's just a straight theme park podcast, folks. <laughs> theme park only. <laughs> uh, all so, right. What are we going to be getting to on the show? Well, today, today we're going to be talking some World Series, of course. Of course. Of um, course. The horses. Of talking horse. about the managers because there have been a few hirings uh, since been. the last show. Oh, uh, got some Yankee topics. You know, the big spending spree they may go on. Some Mets stuff. Uh, not that there's a whole lot there, but you know. We do do Yankees and Mets. We will find and something. if you hang out at the end of the show, we have an interview with our good friend Steve Lewis. So now, is this like our fabled interview with Joe Girardi, or is this a real interview? Are you saying the interview with Joe Girardi wasn't real? Because I listened to it, and it was fabulous. <laughs> Did you, you were able to find it. Oh, huh? yeah. I got some uh, some tweets from some of our listeners. They were not able to find the Joe Girardi interview, and they were a little perturbed. Well, it's it's like, you know, that secret track at the end of an album. you got to listen to, like, 20 oh, minutes worth right. of nothing, yeah, and, and then, then you comes. find it. Okay. Yeah. So but he, so this is a real interview. This is a real interview, though, that we're not <laughs> yeah. going to hide. Yeah, it's we're going to be like... We'll not be hidden. This is not yes. 23 minutes after the show, and <laughs> this will be right after we do our little spiel here. You don't have to play it backwards to hear it, you know. And for those uh, Steve Lewis fans out there, you probably heard him on Dennis Has a Podcast. He's yep. making his, his rounds in the New York podcast scene and uh, was gracious enough to uh, grace our airs. The NYPCS, New York podcast scene. Okay. Where's the C? Oh, you would take making podcasts too. Yeah, podcast is one word. NYPS. All right, the New York Police Sucking Association. There's an A? <laughs> well, okay. So, but we're just adding letters su- yeah. <laughs> here. So, sucking association, I don't think counts as one word. <laughs> Maybe in your world it doesn't. And I don't want to be part of that association. Yeah, right. No. <laughs> All uh, right. So let's uh, let's jump into some World Series talk. We're currently. Uh, it's true. It is the World Series. Currently one-one. Yeah. Um, a good win by St. Louis last night to yeah. even the series. Michael Waka pitched a great game. 
again. And where does he come from? He was on my fantasy team this year. He wasn't good enough to stay in the Cardinals rotation for the entirety of the regular season. They mm-hmm. sent him down in like I don't remember June or July. Brought him back up in like August or something. Yeah. But this was a guy that was good and showed promise, but by no means was the player that he's been in the postseason. He has just been a whole nother guy. And honestly, my first instinct is to say he must be on HGH or something. Some guys just get, you know, they get pumped up. And and that's where they His performance is above and beyond what normal good performance is. So I think his ERA is still under, definitely under one. I think it's 1.00. He did give up two runs yesterday. Yeah. That's why it's 1.00. How many innings? Seven, I think? Uh, Yeah, seven innings. So. I mean, it's not like he's, you know, just pitching no-hitters left yeah. and right. He's, he's been good. He's got a 1.00 ERA. He's been amazing. Yes, yes. But that that's something, you know, it's a very small sample size in the postseason. It's, what, three games? You hear, you heard it here first. Michael Waka is cycling on right now. <laughs> yep. So any player that is slightly above his but, traditional norms but he's is not clearly slightly. juicing. Anybody that is way above their traditional norms is juicing. But you can't have a traditional norm. I mean, this is the definition of small sample size. What about Ortiz? He has 13 or 14 now starts in the major leagues. Yeah. So, the, you can't say what he is right now. Fine, Plus, but I just, American League lineups have never seen him. Yeah. So it's That's like true. seeing a pitcher for the first time. But he's not just doing this in the World Series. If anything, his World Series performance was the worst of the postseason. He was doing better against the NL yes, teams yes, that he yes. has faced. True, true, Had true. he faced them, though? Well, I that's mean, the thing, potentially. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know exactly 12 starts. Who God knows who he faced. Right. Um, um, not, a, not that, you know, the Dodgers I'm sure he faced the Pirates because they were well. in the same division. But. Yeah. He might have. But, you know, there's just so few starts. Yeah. Uh, he just didn't seem like he was going to be you know, the next Sandy Koufax or whatever he's becoming in this postseason. I mean, he's like, he's becoming like great, like not just like above average or very good. Like he's becoming, he's having an all time. Well, he has to do it next year. Top 10 postseason. I, I, yeah. I, you know, I'll say yes, he's, he's looking great, but any pitcher goes through these phases where they look like, you know, but most the next pitchers Cy Young. But most pitchers don't do it in the postseason. But, there really isn't that much of a difference. It's, it's a nerves thing, maybe, for some pitchers. You well, know, but clearly the kid can perform. You know, under the big lights, but you know he could have a poor outing next time, and it'll put his ERA to like you know a three five, and well, then it's okay. There we that go. That would be getting shelled. You know, for him to get it. He's now pitched. He's had three games started. Which one? All right, yeah. But if know, he, so he would have to do like a if he gives up another two runs, he something. goes to a two, which is still good, but it's not. You know, you're not world beater anymore. Oh, too flat is world. I mean, Clayton Kershaw was pitching to a two flat and under, and we all called him a world but that's, beater. That's four starts. It's such a small sample size. Yes. What about, what about Lester? Two World Series starts and no earned runs? So, yeah. I'm not sure who you're talking about. I know a guy named John Childmo. Oh, yeah, John Childmo. I forgot. <laughs> you, know, you might know him as John Lester. I know him as John Childmo. Lester. I don't get it, Luke. Can you explain it? <laughs> Childmo Lester. I thought. Ah, oh, there it is. There it is. We liked that joke the other night. So, yeah. Well, I guess we don't have to apologize to the audience because they don't know the craziness that happened at the end of, or actually at the beginning of our yeah. last podcast. But it was a doozy. We tried to record at, like, 2.30 in the morning. I was way drunker than I should have been. You threw up. I, well, no, that was later. I didn't throw up. <laughs> but it, it got close. But we were able to get our Steve-O interview done. Yep. Which was a good thing. You came but, in uh, in the middle, of, toward the end. No, and, I came yeah, in the middle, like, the yeah, last two yeah. minutes to just make fun of his height. So, the next day, so you're going to hear me today on the interview call him out for his uh, alleged height, which he claimed on the Dennis Has a Podcast was six foot six. So, I woke up the next morning very hungover to a text with a picture from Steve-O. That was his license. Mm-hmm. And now he's even got the state of New York lying for him on his license that's six foot six. Oh, yeah, My license says I'm five four. Yeah. 
So no, I can't doesn't. really. Go. Yeah, it does. Really? I will whip it out oh, right how, now. How, how, are you like five seven or something? I'm five eight. So, so how do you get like five when four? you were young? I assume. Like when you I mean, 16. it's probably from when I was like sixteen and, and you've got grown my four permit. inches since you were sixteen. I guess. I don't know. Late bloomer. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a big guy. Oh well. <laughs> anyway, back to the World <laughs> Series. All right. We all saw that uh, that weird call that the uh, it was Dana Demuth made while mm-hmm. staring at the play that he botched. Yeah. Amazing. We need this instant replay. Yeah, but you know what? They they got it right. They, they got together. it right, and that's what I'm happy about. The the umpires got together, and they got that play right. Although what I think happened is that the umpires got together and said, Dana, you done screwed up. Yeah. Fix it. Which is good. You know, they're not going to take incompetence. Did you expect anything else from a guy with a girl's name? No. Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, such weirdos. Yep. <laughs> the Danas and Kims of the world. Hmm. There's huh? an umpire named Kim. No, it's just uh, a... I don't know any guys named Kim. Yeah. Non-Asians. Yeah, it's their last name. First name, I guess. Um, Same thing, but... <laughs> don't put me on the spot. Yep. Yeah, There's one guy named Kim. There's man Kim, you know. <laughs> there was a, um... There was I think a Luke's basketball... around with trannies. There was a basketball player. Don't get that started. There was, a, <laughs> there was a basketball player named Kim something. You remember, like Kim, um... Oh, John Il? Oh, Kimbo Slice. Back at the guys, Kimbo is different than Kim. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> totally different. <laughs> Uh, to the Google. Yeah, and, right quick. Men named Ensign Harry Kim. No, that was that was Voyager, but that was his last name. So any listeners you can think of a guy named Kim, please tweet it or email it to us, and uh, we'll give you a shout-out next show. Will we? No, but... No. Or send us your... Uh, oh, yes, on the off chance that and... you actually tweet us, we will most certainly shout you out next Yeah, we, I guess we will. So all, right. all that comes up is Kim Kardashian this. Kim Kardashian refuses to date another football player. Kanye West borrows AT&T Park to propose marriage. Yeah, so that's what I was going to say. It's somewhat oh, yeah. baseball Kim, related. Kim English on the Pistons. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there you go. There All you right. Go. Kim English. <laughs> sure. Definitely a made-up person. Kim English. In a ma- Change your name. You suck. <laughs> so, what else do we also talk about in the World Series? Uh, so, Ortiz. All right, how about the shit on, on uh, what's-his-face's glove? Lester's, oh, Lester's glove. glove, the resin. The, yeah, the mysterious substance. The green resin. Yeah. What do you think? Something there? Probably the ooze from uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, I assume. Just to, uh, I thought you were going to go somewhere with uh, you know, some kind of substance from Kurt Schilling's socks. That well, that'd some, be right. Somehow transferred. Well, I'm just talking foreign substances that are fake. Probably, we all know that blood wasn't real, right? Probably Kurt <laughs> Schilling's um, video game thing in uh, Rhode Island was probably just a cover to produce uh, plutonium, I think. And that's what he's given to the Red Sox now to help uh, the pitchers. You tried. Wow. <laughs> Good effort. Good effort, but you fell just short. <laughs> you know, my... Speaking of who didn't fall just short giving great effort, how about the Beltran? Unbelievable. Smashing yeah. into the wall. Unbelievable. Yeah, actually, I'd go Was to that hospital. better than the Andy Chavez catch, in your opinion, from 06? No. Of course no. not. It's because it's a bitter Met fan? Mm-hmm. That was a game seven, and it was a better catch. You don't think he went far, like that uh, Andy went farther? Like, he was, it was full different. extension. Yeah, it was different. Yeah. This he, was, he didn't have to deal with the short wall. Not that that's an excuse, but he was able just to kind of go up against the wall. Yeah, but I think anytime something happens in a game seven, it makes it a little cooler. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, obviously, it's a World Series, but still. Yeah, it was great. The Twitter was all buzz yesterday with people, Mets fans, hating on Carlos Beltran. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Just videos of him and Mike Cameron just head gliding, <laughs> head on, and full, Such a full good speed. Video. But his numbers, even in for the, all the postseason with the Mets and during that series, are like really good. And you know yeah, it gets obscured over by 300 that. In that yeah, series, but I think it was like 298, two home runs or something right. like that, and like a 900 OPS or something. Um, 
but it all gets obscured by that one time he didn't take the bat off his shoulders. Yep. And it's hard to argue with that. It's what we all remember. Well, if you're a Met fan, that's all you remember. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, we are talking to mostly Mets and Yankees fans mm-hmm. here, so. I feel like my last image of Beltran is with Houston in that playoff series. You, you haven't had an image of Beltran in the last eight years? No, but I'm saying that's the one I'll remember the most, him hitting like eight home runs in the postseason. It might yeah. have even been more than that. No, it wasn't quite that, but yeah. He's a monster in the postseason. Yeah, yeah he's a beast. He's like a top 5, 10, top 10 yeah. performer in the postseason all time. That's why I think the Yankees are going to go hard for him next year. I think I they do. should. I don't think like an aging guy is exactly what you need. Um, but it's what they have. Well, so I feel like no, if he, if he doesn't perform this World Series, his price will come down a little bit. He's already performing. Yeah. Well, with the catch, yeah, and he had two he hits yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, he, two hits. he can't hurt yeah. us. He, he could go 0 for the next 13, yeah. and he'll be fine. Yeah. I don't he know if he's going to get more like than yeah. No, yeah, you're not going to give him a bunch of years because of his no. age. But two years, I think, would be fair. I think two years is definitely fair. But I, I think, think we can get like into that when we start talking a little more. With like the, Some team, though, I can see giving him three if they were desperate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't think of one off the top of my head. But... Two right. with an option. I, th- yeah. I think you'd just give him two. He is 35, isn't he? Well, no, ideally, yeah, but yeah. I think his agent Scott Boris. older than that. Oh, is it Boris client? Yeah, He's going to th- get a I 10-year, think, $300 think, yeah, million dollar exactly, deal. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Him and Cano are going to be neck and neck. <laughs> yeah, whoever's Lincecum's uh, agent, he did an amazing job. Hell of job. a job. Do we want to speculate in the uh, Cano contract yet? or? I don't think there's too much speculating that we can do. Yeah. Do we think he's going to get 10 years? No. Do no. we think he's going to get 8 years? Yes. Yes. I think 8 years is too much. Me too. But I think it that's is what too much, but I think it's necessary. Do we think the Yankees will go past 6? Yes. Yeah, I think they'll go to 7. I think the Yankees will go to the eight, but I don't think they'll go a whole lot over two hundred million. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe a two ten and eight, and that's what that's. It'd be like twenty seven a year. Yeah, that's you're uh, making no, no, what a rod makes. Yeah. and without performing in the postseason ever, basically. Yeah. that sounds fair to me. I think he had like two good games against Detroit in like oh not no oh ten I guess or something like yep, that. Oh ten. Ah, aught 10. <laughs> Back in aught 10. It's hard to blame him. Like, he had no... No, I don't blame him. What he was hitting in the, those postseasons. So, like, yeah, he but last either. season, he had a historically bad postseason. He set but the record. Everyone on the Yankees oh, did. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but he set the record for most postseason at-bats yeah. that hit ever. But I, yeah. but I feel like there were people that, like, came in, like, third and fourth on that list who were oh, also sure. on the Astros Yankees. <laughs> Swisher, right. A-Rod. Right. Um, A-Rod, I think A-Rod was legitimately hurt, though. Yeah, Teixeira, too. It was bad. It was the whole team. I yeah. mean, Jeter broke his ankle, obviously, and they all, everyone went into the, you know, into the tubes. <laughs> the tubes, the, the shit t- tubes, the tube socks, tube. the jerk off <laughs> tube socks, <laughs> or poop sock. Yeah, uh, pink sock. <laughs> so, how about the, <laughs> the managerial hire? Yeah, a lot, a lot of going on in the world of managers. Yep. Yeah, the the Nats. I think today looks like they're hiring Matt Williams, breaking um, news, first their third base coach from the D-backs. And what we apparently learned, thanks to uh, Big Apple Baseball clutch reporter Keith Law, um, <laughs> <laughs> as we get sued by ESPN. Yeah, right. They were taking your town, the Espen. Yep. Um, yeah, apparently he is a minority owner in the D-backs. I did not know that. So he works there and is uh, an owner. It's pretty cool. But I bet you say one percent, if that. Yeah. Whatever the percentage is, he's not going to be able to manage yeah. the Nationals while still being a minority owner. For well, the he, can't he just do a Bud Sealer, like give it to his daughter and yeah. be like, "Oh no, this has nothing to do with me. It's yeah, just exactly. my daughter yeah. who I'm giving it There's to." No nepotism here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like no, a totally different person. 
So does Buttered Steel even have a daughter? Did he just make her up? Yeah, right. Like pay an actress to like. <laughs> it's like one of those uh, dummies when you try to uh, get the carpool lane in your car. Yeah, oh would, yeah, it's like just a blow up doll. Yeah, yeah, he's a used car salesman. I wouldn't put it past him. It, it's it's probably worse. just one of those like those wacky waving inflatable. Yeah, right. Like <laughs> wacky uh, with a wig on it. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, my daughter. Right. Like, yeah, she's uh, 20 feet tall and red. Yeah, has, <laughs> don't worry, she just has Parkinson's. She's always shaking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. Michael J. Fox. Uh, Parkinson's jokes. So, so I have a whole lot more to say about Matt Williams. I know well, nothing no, so, about him. Well, did did uh, he hit 50 home runs? I think he did, right? I think he might have once a year. He yeah, with the Giants. One year. Was, no, it was with the Pirates. The Pirates no. and Giants, I think he no. hit 50. Well, I'm not sure. I, I was going to say Cubs or D-backs. Those are the two teams I remember him with. He no, he, his year, he, he started his career with the D-backs. He started with the Giants. Not the Giants, the Pirates, I think. I think he was on those Barry Bonds teams. Yeah, he was on the Giants team. Mm. I'm not sure Pirates. Uninformed sports. Talk. Yeah. Well, Grant, this is like early. are we supposed to know yeah, Early, early to mid-90s. I mean. So the thing that I find a little weird about the Matt, sure Williams, 50, but yeah. the Matt Williams hiring is you would think with a team so ready to win like Washington that they would have gone with a little more of a known manager. I agree. But the, the, the movement has the, been to the... Yeah. It know. has, but usually it's not by teams that have legitimate playoff aspirations that year. Well, actually, I, I take that back with the Cardinals. The Cardinals, But yeah. when you look Red at Rockies... Sox. No, Farrell. John Farrell, he was a pitching coach, and he managed in Toronto for, what, two years? Well, yeah, yeah. but that's all I'm But that's managerial experience. Yeah, it is. All I'm saying I mean, is some Bad managerial experience. But. It's fine, but it's still experience. Yeah. Um, all right, so I found Matt Williams' information here. On the good old baseball trade or MLB, whatever the hell, baseball reference. There we go. Really Did he ever hit a boatload of homers? Yeah, I'm pretty sure one season he at least it was in the upper 40s, if not 50. Come on, fold out. He hit. His high was 38. Really? Oh no, I'm sorry, 43. Okay. 43 in 1994. There you go for all you Matt. Wow, Williams in '94 he had 43. Yep, this is a strike year. That's crazy. Yeah. And how so many? He, how that's many a, games? So, yeah, I mean, he was he would have hit 50 probably. They didn't play any in September. I don't 112 think. games. Wow. That was actually hit one of his low points for his career. What do you mean? For games played. The games played. Well, yeah, but well, that was because of strike. strike. True. So but we say 40, steroids, obviously. 40, I mean, yeah, it's in the time, nobody, you know, I mean. Now that that is a man that cycled on. Him and uh, Brady. Although before that, the Brady year before that, Anderson? he hit 38. Brady. No? Oh, no. Brady, Brady, Brady Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. Yeah, the year before that, he hit 38 homers in 145 games. Matt Williams. Matt Williams. Better player than Juicing. we thought. Yeah. Or a juicer. Stallion. Him, Pujols. But now there was another uh, managerial signing, too. You had uh, Brian Price for the Reds. the Reds. Another pretty obscure hiring. Yeah. I was surprised from a yeah. team that has you know made the technically playoffs this year the one game well, so they and, were the opposite uh, from the established older manager to right. the new fucking yeah, I guess and yeah. he, he's a pitching they both coach did the opposite. Yeah. I mean you don't get more established than David Johnson and Dustin yeah, Baker exactly and how crazy was it that the two um, managers who led the majors in active wins both got fired slash resigned yeah Leland, Leland uh, and Dusty. Dusty and then yeah. uh, David Johnson too it was like the three oldest managers I think in baseball yeah all three of them, I think. I think they were one, two, and three. I, I can't off the top of my head think anybody older than any of them. Uh, maybe. Charlie Manuel, too. That's yeah. four. The four, four yeah. oldest were all let go yeah, this year. Yeah, so it's certainly the trend to go yeah. with the younger manager. Yeah, go young. Do I mean, think, it makes sense. Do we think any of those four we just named, Leland, Manuel, uh, Manuel. Davy Johnson, or Dusty Baker will get another job? I think no to Johnson, no to Leland. Well, Leland said he, I think he's taking a position in the front office. Okay. So he, I, I think that. 
I think with him it was more a matter of I don't think he could do it anymore. Yeah, I think he was. Just, he's getting. He's, he's getting in his old. late sixties though. I mean, yeah, but no, I mean, yeah, granted, it's not young. But he, he also chain smokes. Yeah. So he's probably yeah. effectively like an 85-year-old. Yeah, yeah. And it's a good thing he's not leaving because the Listen. last thing Detroit needs is to lose the money they make selling cigarettes. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. the only, I think, that's Leland. literally, Leland is propping up their economy. Yeah. No, he's probably a significant portion of their GDP. Yeah. Between the money he spends on tear juice, uh, hookers, and cigarettes, I mean, that's what else they sell in Detroit. So do I dare ask what tear juice? Yeah, is? I was wondering. Well, I mean, he just cries a lot, so I mean, just I guess lubricant yeah, to make him cry. Yeah, meal of, uh, of baseball. Oh yeah, he yeah, cries, all, cries the all the time. Does he? Yeah. Yeah, he cries when like somebody yells at one of his players. He's like, he's a man. He gets all emotional. My yeah. boys, yeah. we won. My boys. <laughs> and then he, he eats he another handful of cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, he just eats them. He eats cigarettes yeah. by like a handful. I just doesn't even smoke him, him anymore. Nope. I can't wait to see him chain smoking in like his uh, grandson's little league baseball dugout. <laughs> right? Just drinking. Just reeling in the years. So what do you think about Brian Price? Uh, we don't I know much. Don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, don't I don't know a damn thing about him. I don't him. think I've heard of he him. He never made the majors. Um, oh, as a player? Yeah, saying? I just did some research on him, unless right. he's the Brian Price that retired in 2013. No, I don't know. But I don't even know who the hell that is. Yeah, the only I, Brian I, Price I know is the defensive tackle for the Bucks. I don't think it's the same guy as the new manager for the Red Sox. I mean, yeah. for the Reds. We will but find out, though. This There has been a bit of a trend, though, to start hiring pitching coaches. Has there? Well, Farrell. Both the two the two managers in the World Series yeah. are pitching coaches. Red Sox. I mean, uh, Cardinals. Yeah. What? Mike Matheny Mike was, a, was a pitching coach. No. Yeah? No, he was wasn't, a catcher. He was a catcher. Wasn't he a pitching coach, too? No. So I'm not sure, but I would just garnish a guess that catchers don't become pitching coaches. Why not? The, it's not that far fetched. Besides, oh, so pitchers, maybe, maybe yeah, they're, coach. they're the closest. Most uninformed sports talk show you're going to hear today. What about uh, the whole Mattingly situation? What do we think about that? They said he was going to honor his contract for one more year. Yeah, he's miserable there. No, I know. I, I don't. I just don't understand. They don't want him, and he doesn't want to be there. So what? What are they doing? Well, I don't think they see a good alternative. Well, also... I think the fan base likes him. I think if they install an older bench coach, an older guy, and more seasoned coaches around him... Mm -hmm. um, They're firing his bench coach. Yeah, Trey Hillman and Mm -hmm. his advanced scouts, too, are all fired. So if they want to replace him with, like, a, uh, you know, Charlie Manuel type or something like that, a, uh, you know, uh, whoever Tory had, uh, Zimmer or something Mm -hmm. like that. Speaking of Don Zimmer, is he still alive? I think so. <laughs> no, I mean, we would have heard if he died, but we haven't seen him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Don Zimmer's still alive somewhere. Just fighting Pedro Martinez somewhere in the ether. <laughs> I would pay to see that on paper. Oh my god! Yeah, so much money. <laughs> so, what you looking up there, buddy? Any any sign of yeah, um, Mike Matheny? Porn star. So, Ooh. I don't think so. <laughs> you don't okay. think he's a porn star? I don't think he's a porn star. Try. I don't YouTube? think he's a pitching coach. Either. Or two beta bullpen coach. I don't no, think he, he, was, was a, he, he wasn't was a, the bench coach, was he? He was. He was the bench coach for right. Lewis, uh, for his last year. That's probably what it was. Yeah. But Farrell, definitely a pitching coach. Yeah, Farrell was definitely a pitching coach. What do we think about Larusa? Is he coming back? No. Probably no, not. He's done. He's he's retired. Yeah. I'd like to see him back. I was. Mm. He didn't like Tony Larusa. I mean, I didn't like him, but I respect him. As I respect the manager, him. Right? Yeah, I respect him. I didn't. And I would him. take him for the Mets. I think he got such a free pass for managing those Oakland teams that were just full of juicers. Well, and Maguire and Cardinals. well, yeah, and then and then right. the whole Cardinals team, and then right. bringing Maguire back to the Cardinals as a right. coach. Right. You know, what I mean, yeah, 
He loved himself, Mark McGuire. So I'm saying, like, I don't ever want to hear him speak out against steroids. Yeah, know? right. Like, no one benefited. Nor more do I than think him. I really have. No, I, I can't specifically recall an instance where it's like, oh, steroids are bad and this and that. You know, steroids are bad. <laughs> <laughs> I could see Larusa becoming like almost uh, like what Tori is to the next. Uh, yeah, the, commissioner. Yeah, me too. Yeah, the got to be a good role for him. What's his thing? He's like the he's the just commissioner, head but, jerk like, off in chief. Yeah, <laughs> I forget the exact title. It's like VP Dis- Dis- of Operations yeah, or like disciplinary or something. something, isn't he? I think he's like president of baseball operations. Yeah, yeah. Which means he's the guy that does all the thinking and all the drinking. Well, obviously we've all seen <laughs> Joe Torre. That man could put it away with the best of us. Anyway, so hold on. So I'm looking at our topics right here. I see Yankee topics, $300 million spending spree. Uh-huh. What the hell is that about? So that's Kano, McCann, the Japanese pitcher, not including the posting Masahiro fee. Masahiro Tanaka. And was Either there a fourth? Either Ellsbury, one of these. And oh. then, did you say Kano? So now, where yeah, is this Kano. coming from? Is this coming from the minds of Chris and Jeff? Or no, is no, no. This, no. Is, this has been, been a widely reported. publicized yeah. thing. That they're going to spend $300 And million. still be under the $189 yeah. million, so, theoretically. Yeah. So what of the 300 for towards this year do you guys have? So Kano, somewhere between 24 and 27. 27, yeah. 28, yeah. All right, so Mc- let's call it 25. McCann... 14? Uh, probably more than that. Yes. No, I, I was thinking closer to 15. 14 than 10. Yeah. Okay, sure. I thought you were saying more than 14. Might be. I don't see that. He's going to be the best catcher available in this offseason. I could see him making 15 to 17 in a, on a four- or five-year deal. Theoretically. I got it. We can pull up his games played, but I think he's like, you know, average something like, you know, yeah, contracts are going up. This is definitely his what best season. What did Russell season. Martin make last year? Not 14. Nine. I think it was 13. No, I think it was 8 or 9. Was it? Nobody yeah. knows. No. It was a uh, two-year deal. Yeah, I want to say it's like like two for twenty, you know. I don't think it was that high, but yeah. Two for eighteen. Um, and then who's the third? The so the posting fee, which wouldn't count, would be like fifty, and then ten million. But the, the posting fee is included in the three hundred yeah. million dollars spending, but it doesn't. And then count. ten million, they think around for the per season. Yeah, for the annual. But it could be a fifty million dollar posting fee. Yeah. I mean, you got to look at what. Um, Probably will be. Yeah. It so might, it might Martin, be higher to be honest. Russell Martin got two years, seventeen million. Really. Oh, wow. Ryan McCann is not getting 15 if Martin gets No, you're right, Fed, you're right. What did he sign this year, though, with the Pirates for? That's what he's saying. Oh. Two for 17. Okay. Yeah. So that's That's the ballpark half. that McCann's going to get. I think I McCann think, will get a little get more. 10, 12. 10 to 12, man. I, see, I don't 12. think that much more because Martin didn't have the injury problems. I find, yes, McCann, but when healthy, is better than Martin, but McCann just hasn't been healthy for Martin the last four years. Martin batted 200 last year. But he still had some power numbers. Yeah. I think the Yankees want him in their stadium so bad that they would try to overspend at the beginning. Just really, to... the Yankees overspend for free agent? No, but they think <laughs> no his way. swing is going. His left-handed swing is going to translate great into the fucking ballpark. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Be I mean, obviously, if anybody's going to overpay, it's uh, it's the Yankees. Yep, nope, and not the Mets because that Jason Bay contract <laughs> is fucking perfect. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Why we need to go down the Jason Bay road, huh? What did I do today to deserve <laughs> fucking Jason Bay being brought up? Unbelievable. How did he do the season? Does anybody know? Yeah, bad. Bad. Did he, he got, get um, he DFA'd? DFA'd? Yeah. yeah. So is he a, was he a juicer? It was just all Fenway, or no? Because I mean, he was good in the Pirates. That's I mean, the he, he just fell off a cliff. Well, his knees went bad with the um, with the Red Sox, oh, it was and everyone opposite. knew it, but the Mets. I mean, that's why they didn't resign him. Yeah. And the Mets were like, "Fuck yeah, we don't need no Matt Holiday." <laughs> Okay, so I don't feel like doing this show today. <laughs> <laughs> Can we please move on? All the Mets mistakes. Eight years ago, Mets free agents. Four years ago. 
Well, is there anything more to talk about in the, the big Yankee spending spree? Uh, I mean, well, so even if they spend all that money, it will still leave yeah, them. I well, think I so, broke this down in my article. It will still leave them some room. It depends you know, on the arbitration. It depends on the ARAD suspension. Yeah. If Corona comes back. Which I don't think it will. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just haven't heard anything, which is weird. You, you, I'm you, starting you, to lean to Corona going back to Japan. Yeah, I can see that. I think he, he feels he may have one or two more years. He might as well do it at home. It depends if they offer Granderson the... Um, you know, that one year... They're uh, definitely going to offer it to yeah. him. It's a matter of whether or not he accepts. So I, I heard he's going to get a real contract from the, from White, the Sox. White Sox. Yeah. Like, they're going to give him, like, Good. four for 42 or something that's like that. fine by me. Yeah. That just means I think we four get... four for 50. Oh, wait, but they so, were... Yeah, that's insane, though. They have a protected draft pick, don't they? The White Sox, because they were so bad. Were yeah, they, 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 they were a top, a bottom 10? Yep. Yeah, they were uh, a yeah. bottom 10. Yeah. So that means we would get a second rounder from them. Which isn't as great. Yeah, but it's uh, I mean, better than whatever. There's nothing you guys can do about that. Yeah. Well, so then he might take our qualifying offer and just no. try to have a better season. No, not it, not if he has four fifty yeah, on the table. No way. But he, will, he won't have he, that on the table. Well, the reason they said he would have it that that's what the White Sox are going to offer is because he's a power hitter in their prime, mm-hmm. and it's hard to find power hitters in their prime. Yeah. So the White Sox need another power hitter. Strikes out a lot. Yeah, they right. Don't have enough of those. Him and oh, yeah. Dunn are going. Him and Dunn are going to rack up four hundred strikeouts. Strike yeah, easily. Easily. And that's that's your four or five hitter. Yeah, I don't know how you can advance oh runners with, like you know with the shell of Canerco batting third. Yeah, exactly. Oh lord, White Sox are in a lot of trouble. And what are they thinking? Who are their young position players? Does anybody know? Uh, anybody good? Yeah, they got the guy from the PV trade. Yeah, and, um, Iglesias went to Detroit. PV went to Boston, yeah. and they got um, the outfielder Avisail Garcia. Yeah, Di- uh, Avisail. That's Avisail it. Avisail Garcia. Yeah. yeah. How did he do at the end of the season? Anything? Or? Yeah. I'm not sure. He's okay. I think I think they got the worst player in that deal. Yeah. Well, seems. it's hard to do. It's impossible to yeah. They got the youngest player. Yeah. Well, I think Iglesias was the player you really wanted yeah. in that. So but that was that was the target the, yeah, for the Tigers. Potential. Speaking of the White Sox, you see they gave the most money ever to a Cuban. Yeah, I heard yeah, about first that. first baseman. Yeah. A guy uh, who may be a, a quad A player. Jose, uh, <coughs> Jose Abreu. Mm-hmm. Six years, 68 million. It's a fucking lot. Six years, 68 million contract or posting fee too? There's no, no post for that. Yeah, yeah, because he was affected. Yeah. Six years, sixty-eight million. Yeah. What do you got? You got to pay so now, Coyote. So now this makes the, they better hope he three first base. So now it's Adam Dunn, Paul Canerco, and Jose Abreu. They're going to be playing like Adam Dunn in left field. Well, no, one of DH. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah. Yeah, one, fine. One of the Where's the third? Dunn will uh, probably be the DH because he he is an abortion in yeah. the field. A late-term abortion of that. Very sloppy. Although they did say the same thing about oh, Mark geez. Reynolds, and the more I saw him play every day, the less. Yeah, I don't have I don't have a whole lot of faith in him at third. At at first, he's yeah. good enough. Yeah. But he he's playing because of his bat. Yeah, well, definitely, yeah. especially in Yankee Stadium, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like this love that you guys have for um Mark for Reynolds. Mark Reynolds will certainly go away by the time he's had like you know a whole season to show you. Like, yes, fine, he came in and gave so you hundred bats and you mm-hmm. liked him. If he hits but, twenty home runs off the bench, I'm fine with that. Yeah. And I mean, we I think I accept he's going to strike out too much. Yeah. And probably in some bad places. But that's Adam. You know, not I'm sorry. That's uh, Mark Reynolds. At the same time, he's going to come up and hit a you know a grand slam. Yeah, but also right now, there's no reason to think, as your roster is currently constituted, that he's just going to be a bench player. True. Well, it depends on A Rod's suspension. Yes, but I don't. I think we all agree yeah. A Rod's getting suspended. It could also depend on whether or not they keep uh, for a, Nunez for some yeah, amount of time. He might only if it's only a 50 game. Oh, yeah, it's true. Well, I think they. I don't think Nunez okay, well, is going anywhere. So he could be packaged in a trade. Yeah. And they should, to be honest. His value's not all that high to other teams. Yeah, that's no, the problem it's, it's now. It's at an all-time low, yeah. but I do think they're going to get rid of Jason Nix. <laughs> yeah. He's going to make over a million dollars in arbitration this year. Cut him. Is he that young, Jason Nix? Yeah. He's arbitration eligible for the first time. I didn't realize that. I thought he was older for some reason. 
he feels like an old timey player. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like I feel like. It, but... So, um, is it time for any uh, any bullet points? Is it time for some bullet points? Are we gonna move on to some Mets topics. All yeah, right, at the thirty-one minute mark here. Yeah. All right. Let's 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 move on. Do we some... have real Mets topics? We just like to play this drop. Yeah, <laughs> we like. So violence. it's time, guys, for some bullet points from Willett's Point. Welcome right. to Willet Points. <laughs> Woo! He's dead. So, um, so you know, there's this area um, to the left of uh, to the left. <laughs> what is probably like north, I guess, of City Field that uh, is just like we, me and Jeff call it the Wild Wild West. So, if you're facing the outside scoreboard at City Field, it would be to your left. Yes, if you have the LaGuardia Bay behind you, it's yeah. to your left. So it's this underdeveloped, um, not developed at all, like just wasteland of car parts. There's okay. no running sewer. It's just like it's one of literally. There's the, no pavement. It's the, just, is no this where your your fabled rape mattresses? Uh, no, no. this is not where the rape <laughs> mattresses. But it's it's nearby. It's rape mattress adjacent. So literally, it's just this hellscape of like broken down cinder blocks and like all this shit. So the latest uh, inhabitant to well, the area. So you should mention that there was a fatal accident there a couple months ago? Yeah, oh. it doesn't tie into the story, but yes, there was a fatal well, accident The roads there. are so bad that, like, yeah. I, I guess, like, they're five-foot potholes, and then I guess Some a guy... jumped a curb and... Yeah, just killed, someone's killed, leg killed two guys. Nice. Uh, in front of the auto body shop, I guess. Fun times. Yeah. But the more recent news about the Wild Wild West was Banksy gre- uh, graced it with his presence mm. and did a uh, sculpture of the Egyptian Sphinx out of like random rubble on the road. I hope he wore gloves. Yeah, right. That dude is getting some AIDS. Uh, yeah. Probably some serious, serious AIDS. Should we go into who Banksy is, or just assume everybody knows him? You guys know Banksy, right? The most yeah, I think I mean, artist. He's yeah. in. Yeah. He's in the papers now, anyway. He's in the papers every day. Yeah. The Post has a new article, and he's about, doing this big Banksy. exhibition in New York. Right yes, now. he's been there for about about a month, or he's mm-hmm. going to be here for a total of a month. He says, and uh, yeah, every place. No one knows who he is. It's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, very I cool. <laughs> Very cool documentary. Uh, what, Exit through the gift shop, I yep. believe it's called. It's interesting. Um, so yeah, he uh, he, so he built the it wild, and, wild west. And then, well, then what happened to it after? Within immediately after he built it. Yeah, it was taken down, sold piece by piece, and and stolen. And <laughs> so he sold. Some people were selling bricks for like a hundred bucks, mm-hmm. and then some other people just took everything and put it in the back of a flatbed truck and took nice. it to just uh, you know undisclosed locations. But it was good. A little local celebrity going to our hellhole next to the city field. <laughs> this is the same area that the city just approved a three billion dollar uh, financing for to make it, you know, habitable, habitable, shopping yes, mall, gentrified, yeah. all that nonsense, electricity, okay. retail, whatever, water. Yeah, <laughs> who needs running water? Yeah. So. yeah. Any other little bullet points? Um, I have up there the, the Tim, uh, our good friend, Timmy Jim. big time Timmy Jim's. Yeah. Timmy Jim got an insane contract from the uh, from the Giants. And the reason I have that as a Mets talk is I was I was a hundred and ten percent sure he was going to be a Met. Yeah, but I thought he was going to be Met at like one for ten. Yeah, yeah. something like yeah. that. Yeah, Maybe you build your 20, value yeah. type deal. Right, but two for thirty-five. I mean, talk about paying for passes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are the Giants bidding against either? Exactly. Like, it's it's the still a pretty significant pay nobody. cut. I mean, this is a man that was making twenty-two million dollars a year That's in arbitration. True. Yeah. 
oh, fine, but if he, he went through arbitration again, the number yeah. would go down, you would think, because of how hard... I Can arbitration go down? Well, it should be. It arbitration, should. You, you really don't lose money in arbitration. Yeah, exactly. I don't think it would ever go down. I mean, maybe. But he's not arbitration yeah, eligible yeah, anymore, exactly, so yeah. he's got to take what they give him. Yeah. Okay, that's how arbitration works? That it's just for a small window? Like, yeah, 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 like yeah. two to three years, depending on whether or not you're a Super 2, I think, uh-huh. of arbitration eligibility, okay. and then you are eligible for free agency. Okay. So, not a Met. Yeah, you know, slightly disappointed, but obviously not disappointed for the money. I would never throw anywhere near that type of money at him. No. Um, you think he's going to bounce back? Or? No. Probably not. Although, he could be one of those guys who learns to pitch instead of just throwing. He's had to learn to pitch. Yeah. I think that's what this year showed. I mean, he did have, he pitched the no-hitter on 140 some odd yeah, pitches. Almost 150. Which is ludicrous. Yeah. Although, he's one of the few pitchers that could probably go out there and do that. Yeah. So there is some value in the fact that he's going to be a serious innings eater, probably for you know the next ten years. You don't know. Well, what I think that's though. a little too much uh, credit to give him because he's such a small guy. Yeah. That uh, you know, small guys aren't usually banked on as inning eaters. But some are. You know, Pedro. Pedro. Huh? Right. Yes, and Pedro is a Hall of Famer, and he's one in a million. I mean, I think it's a whole well, lot more likely that he's going to have uh, career projection than Pedro's. I could see that. I mean, he's already halfway on the way. Yeah, but Casimir like, was never as good. as Casimir had injuries, too, yeah. didn't he? Oh, definitely, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I forget when with the uh, the Rays, but... See, I think the problem is Timmy needs to grow his hair back out and start exactly. smoking weed again. Yeah, what's with the And short... then he'll be right back to where he needs to be. I mean, if Doc Ellis can pitch a no-hitter um, on acid... Yeah, exactly. Then <laughs> let Timmy smoke some pot. So Tim Lincecum's ERA the last two seasons, 5.18 in 2012 and 4.37 in 2013. And he just got fucking $17 million a year. That's crazy. What's wrong with baseball? Right? It's... <sighs> I shake my head. Yeah, we're, yeah. In the, we're in the wrong field. Yep. Seriously. <laughs> Somehow... Why the hell didn't I learn to pitch? Oh, because I'm a small right-hander. Oh, but wait. <coughs> I blame my father for not teaching me some crazy-ass method of pitching. Right. Then again, he's a lefty. What do you know? The gyro ball. Is that what he threw? No, that's what no, that's that was, that's, Yeah, dice guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Japanese pitchers throw some weird mm-hmm. pitches, yeah, like the Darvish, shuto and things. Darvish has like twelve pitches. He yeah. throws. The Ephis the e-f- pitch. The Ephis yeah. pitch is just a really yeah. slow ball. Yeah. I mean, even America. I mean, uh, what's his face used to throw that? Cone. Uh, Satchel Page. Satchel Page. Yeah, I think Cone threw it too a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I mean, it's like. 55 miles an hour. Yeah, I know, right? Just kind of floats on in there. Like a Jamie Moyer fastball? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I wonder if he's still pitching somewhere. Like Probably. in like Mexico or something. Well, so didn't he, was it this year or last year that he pitched for the Rockies? This year. He was, this opening, year. he was their opening day starter, I think. No, yeah. I don't know about that. But yeah, yeah okay. I, think he, I think he was, to be honest. He pitched a few games, made sure he was like the oldest pitcher to ever win a game yeah. or something like that. Yep. And yeah, then retired. Good for him. Yeah, he deserved it. I think he started in what, like the late eighties. Yeah. Like eighty-seven, eighty-eight, eighteen eighties. Yeah, eighteen eighties. Right? Yeah. yeah, right around the Civil War. Mm-hmm. He was on Boardwalk Empire last week. He was uh, a. He pitched with uh, Honus Wagner on his team, right? Mm-hmm. Him, Christy Matthewson. Mm-hmm. Taught Christy Matthewson how to throw a curveball. Yep. That's right. Cy Young. Jamie Moyer, Jamie Moyer, uh, time traveling pitcher. <laughs> I'm not saying time traveled. He was just born then. Yeah, he's just immortal. Yeah. He was on uh, Abraham Lincoln's Little League team. 46. Maybe he's a vampire? He could be. He's looked the same pretty much his whole career. But he's pitching a day. He must be one of those gay Twilight vampires yeah, then. that's true. 
He sparkles. Yeah, probably. Luke watches Twilight. <laughs> Breaking no, I news. Just, I just know that they sparkle. I don't even how, know how. How? How do you know that? It's a joke that people make. Okay. And I've heard it, and now I'm recreating it and repurposing it for myself. Sure. <laughs> I mean, the most I know about Twilight is that they can go out in the daytime, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's when they sparkle. Is, is, in, the, it? is in the sunlight. Is that how it works? I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I, I thank God every day my girlfriend does not yeah. have any interest in that. I, ne- I never got it. I mean. Yeah. I can't do it. I don't know. I, I don't like know. real vampires. Give me like Nosferatu or yeah. something like that. Lestat. Mm-hmm. Yep. Real vampires. <laughs> yep. Real vampires. None, <laughs> yep. of that, none of that fake shit. Yep. That fake movie nonsense. Right. Fucking waxing yep. their hair or whatever. <laughs> whatever right. vampires do. So do you have anything else to talk about? The... I guess we give a shout out to the late Bill Mazur. Yep. The pioneer for most sports radio talk but definitely New York uh, sports radio talk oh, I uh, think all wasn't he essentially like the yeah, first essentially. sports talk show in the world really well, I don't know about the world but I yes. Mean, yes maybe yeah. they were doing soccer yeah. you know for somebody, sports talk you know. in the 60s in yeah. Brazil but I sort of doubt it uh-huh. yeah he was Mike's uh, not protege the other way yeah, the opposite of protege yeah, mentor uh, mentor yeah mm. oh so we can blame him for that yep we can blame Mike <laughs> actually said he patented his show after Mazer's show been a terrible show then right but we all owe Bill Mazur a debt of gratitude for this current podcast you're yep. listening to we would not be here he's like the Jackie Robinson yeah, for us absolutely we would not be here if it was not for people like Bill Mazur before us so you're saying we should all do a naser for Bill Mazur what's a naser <laughs> see if it's not a thing you can't say it <laughs> what is a thing though what is it <laughs> It's, say it I, I think it's, you're allowed to on this explicit podcast yeah well, obviously it's uh, when you inhale smoke through your nose oh it's a naser yeah. Ah, I thought okay. you were joking. I thought you knew what I was talking about. Yeah, well, I hate that. I oh. hate doing that. Okay, I'll well, watch inhale through your eye next time. So only oh, <laughs> an azer, an, oct- an octocolorzer. All right. Yeah, yep. that sounds like a bad idea to me. <laughs> well, I think on that we can yeah. head over to our interview with the wonderful Steve Lewis. Hope everyone enjoyed the show. Check it uh, out. If if we're a little rowdy, which I really have no memory if we were or not, it's because well, it was like one thirty in the morning. Are we talking about the royal we or? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, I feel like Jeff was too. No, I was literally fine. Well, I mean, if anything was guys, better, I was more enthused. You guys be the judge. How fucked up are we or aren't we during this? I only had review? five beers. I mean, it's nothing. I five beers when I drive oh, yes, up here in the car. I mean, like, yeah, all right. Yeah, let's joke about DWI. Right? Yes. Yeah. All right, so folks. Joke? Who's joking? Let's, uh, <laughs> let's take you over to the interview. And, uh, all right. And now, are Steve-O and yours? Yes, Steve-O. No, not that Steve-O. Here's Steve-O. And Steve, I see here that it says your HIV negative is... That yes, that's true. That is true. That is true. What's going on, gentlemen? Can you hear me good over here? We can. Yes. Uh, right, right now, it's me and Chris, and Luke is experiencing some sort of drunken technical difficulties. <laughs> man, I can't believe it's uh, so late at night. Right now, we're stepping on Tony Page's toes, man. He may come after us if he hears that we're broadcasting this late at night. Yeah, but I think, actually, Luke is maybe more drunker than Tony Page, so... I don't know. I don't know about that. Impossible, impossible. Yeah, so it is late at night here. Uh, it was a uh, late night for me because I was watching the baseball game on tonight. I don't know if you guys have talked about that yet at all tonight, but there uh, was a World yet. Series game. Well, this is actually, we're going to pre-tape this interview. I know we're breaking the third wall. Well, that's what I love to do. Uh, we're going to pre-tape this interview fourth. and edit it. Fourth wall, fourth wall. <laughs> we're we're going to pre-tape this interview and add it in. Um, 
Also, just for further introduction, Steve is also a contributor on BigAppleBaseball.com and will be a you know frequent guest on the podcast, and uh, we're happy to have him aboard. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. And I guess as of right now, I'm the, uh, the local New York Red Sox fan. That makes perfect sense, I'm sure, just like <laughs> yeah, this whole crazy. show does, right? <laughs> uh, there's someone around here that's happy about the World Series. Yeah, to be honest with you, I have this zen-like state of mind right now. I feel like nothing can harm me uh, after seeing what the Red Sox did oh, we'll last night. Um, obviously, the game started off pretty wild with that call at second base. Uh, if you ask me, I think that Wally Bell could have made a better call there uh, at the moment. But uh, that's between uh, you. <laughs> it's between him and the Lord, apparently. Yeah, it's between Wally and his chicken wings. But uh, what are you going to do? Um, it was very strange to see that play. It looked like St. Louis had uh, a case of the yips on that one. You know, Ortiz had hit basically a double play ball right to Cosma. Uh, or no, the, the, the ball was tossed over to Cosma to try to complete the double play and uh, just drop the ball there. And uh, Dana DeMuth makes that call. Dana, which is a, a woman's name, uh, doesn't belong on a baseball field. Right? That guy needs to have his eyes checked because, you know, the 90-year-old man in the bar is sitting next to me trying to play a little grab ass with me. He saw that play was blown. And, they, did uh, confer, thank goodness. they did confer, though, and got the call right overall. Yeah, you like that. You like that. But uh, if you're Mike Matheny, you got to be like a deer in headlights thinking, holy Christ, this is like 2004 all over again. We're about to get steamrolled again. And uh, he must have felt the whole uh, ESPN bias for the Red Sox. He must have thought that he was getting, you know, Shanghai there. Huh. What? Um, so going forward, you think five games, six games, Red Sox? What? What's your prediction? Yeah, I was actually on a buddy of mine's uh, podcast last night. He uh, asked me the same question, and I uh, knee-jerk reaction said five, five games. Red Sox would take it in five. And uh, watching tonight's game, you know, I'm still confident with that. After I had said that, I was like, oh man, that might be, uh, you know, I'd rather kind of see a six-seven game series to have some fun out of it. But you know, five games right now it looks like uh, the Cardinals don't stand a chance. Well, that's unfortunate. I was hoping for a good, se- you know, good series this year. Really didn't want to see, well, you know, a blowout. What about start this Waka pitching tomorrow? I mean, the the new Sandy Koufax or something, you know, like unhittable. Right. You know what I say about that kid is Waka Waka Waka. Uh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, you can see that um, Fenway Park definitely had. Uh, an effect on these young guys. And uh, that's what I was thinking going into the series that, you know, these guys played so well throughout the playoffs. But when you come to the cathedral that is Fenway uh, Park ow. and you got, Ugh. all right, listen, I know ow. you guys don't like me saying that, but, but you got to admit, the fans are sitting there on top of you. They're yelling, they're spitting, they're screaming. St. Louis drunk. gets loud too. It, Boston does yeah. have a certain, that certain magic to it though. Gen- the Genesis the, the yeah. trashy, I trashy. mean, it's so rickety. The place really does move at times. No, you're absolutely right. It is rickety. Um, they have done a lot to try to replace some odds and ends, you know, to try to tighten things up. But at the end of the day, it was built in, you know, 1908 and uh, it, it's, the place is a dump, but a when it's rocking, when, when it's rocking, it's rocking. You know, you can't deny that the Boston yep. baseball fan base really has uh, something to pull for right now, uh, instead of something to pull on like yeah. normal. Um, but Valentine also, you, you got to think 
Yeah, that was that was a pud that we were pulling on last year. Uh, that guy was such a pain in my ass. I'm so glad to see him gone. And uh, I wonder what he's doing right now. He's probably trying to figure out some way to correlate 9/11 and uh, <laughs> Terry Francona. I don't know what's going on there. I mean, not not to sound funny about you know tragedy and terrorism, but uh, got it. Yeah, <laughs> I heard it, folks. Our slander of the week. <laughs> Wait, Ron Washington had sold a bunch of coke to the terrorists who took there down the towers. Once an episode, we have to make you know a Ron Washington <laughs> drug reference. So not only does Ron Washington sell and use crack, but he also sells its terrorists. Wow. And <laughs> got it. So NSA, if you're listening, uh, you know I think we know the next uh, arrest in this. Yeah, FBI. He's moving up the list of the most wanted. That's what I've seen uh, in my, in my studies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, what about uh, so for those who can't see Steve-O through this uh, podcast thing, he also has a beard. How about this whole beard phenomena? Garbage. Did you grow the beard? Um, um, season in the World Series. I started like sometime around early September, late August when they really started to pull away. That's when I like kind of stopped shaving just to be lazy, you know, and kind of go along with the trend. And then once they started to really like go off into the playoffs there, I just couldn't shave it out of, you know, out of just superstition. Um, I did have to trim it. And um, most of you don't know me out there. I, I live in a very Dominican neighborhood. So I went into the barber shop and I said, could you trim it? And I went in looking like Mike Napoli, and I came out looking like uh, David Bobby. So, there you go, there you go. Um, what about uh, Napoli next year? Are you gonna pay him big money? Oh uh, well, we got to see how his hip is looking. You know, he's got that uh, steroid hip that he's been dealing with. So uh, it lasted this season. It did last this season, but you know, it's just holding on with duct tape. And uh, roids and PEDs right now, so uh, we'll we see. That could do to a player. Yeah. Um, hey, one thing I want to bring up that uh, I thought was pretty amazing that I just heard after the game: Jonathan Lester has not allowed a run in two World Series starts. He has a zero ERA. I think that's pretty impressive for a guy who's had cancer. You know, yeah, I've seen better. Oh, <laughs> so. Uh, I'm going to force this in. Uh, we're going to call him John Childmo. And so I'm just going to say, why Childmo? And John Childmo Lester. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So well, we, I mean, if you're going to say Child Lester, I thought you might as well talk about Dustin Bedroy's yeah, brother. brother. Yeah, yes, yes. Oh, you might, I yeah, I, maybe, maybe after, maybe after the call, you can, you know, dig that up and let the, the folks I, I, at home think, know all that. On one of our earlier podcasts. <laughs> no, I think you you know no, you, what you mentioned because I if you guys don't know already, I'm a big fan of yours. I've been listening since day one. Uh, yep. You guys are doing doing a big thing out there. I really enjoy the the humor yeah. that you're bringing to sports. But uh, I think it was Jerry Remy's son was one oh, of your that's, favorite. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The whole the whole Jerry Remy incident. Yeah, it worked out well. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, this has been a weird season with the whole marathon bombing, Jerry sure. Remy, you know, uh, the beards, you know, it's just uh, it's just surreal, man. I feel like I'm on acid. Yep. Well, hopefully you guys go up 3-0 and the Cardinals come back with the next four. And, uh, oh, you know. God. <laughs> that would make yeah. my day. 
Yeah, you guys will possibly be one of the first podcasts to uh, broadcast oh, an on-air suicide, you know, because I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll fucking do it if that happens. I swear to God, that's a, if that, that's a guarantee, folks. You can put it on the air. That's All a guarantee. Right, next week, guaranteed on-air suicide. Possibly the first uh, outside of Thailand, maybe? Yeah, I don't think they podcast over there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they have government internet. You guys, you guys don't subscribe to Didi Mal podcast? Oh, man. <laughs> I, I do, but you know, the whole communist activity didn't, you know, fly so high with our government. You know, I guess so. Obama's yeah. a communist or... Regular old Snowden over there, Jeff, let me tell you. <laughs> yep. I do good work. I do good work. Um, yeah, boy, so I feel bad for you, you know, that your Yankees are in the dumpster. So are your Giants. The Jets, you know, barely pulled one off against the Patriots. Their fans are punching women in the face, you know, uh... <laughs> So you're a fan then of all of the uh, the New England sports teams? He's not. No, that's a good call. That's a good call. Jeff must have told you about that. I'm only a Red Sox fan. I, I, I'm originally a, a Rams fan growing up because my dad liked the Rams when you know he was a kid. So he passed that along, much like the Red Sox thing was passed along from my grandfather to my dad to myself. So uh, after a while, I got sick of rooting for the Rams, and I started pulling for the Giants. So as Jeff will tell you, I when do. When they got good. When they got good, he started. That's <laughs> very coincidental. Very yeah. coincidental. <laughs> but no, when it comes to baseball, you can never question my uh, my diehard love of the Red Sox. Ever since I was a little kid, my dad used to bring me up to Fenway Park, and uh, I would get molested in the bathroom by weird oh. uh, Massachusetts you know, men. I have heard a lot of good experiences about, you know. The first place I had a gun pulled on me was a Fenway Park bathroom. <laughs> yeah, good story. Uh, that about right. It wasn't even at a, a Yankee Red Sox game. Uh, Red Sox, White Sox. And I actually have some good news. We have finally got Luke back and running. <laughs> just jump. wait, wait, come Luke. in, Luke. So I'm gonna wait, add did him you on say? It. Did you just say Luke was running? Accept. <laughs> You're not good until you hit accept. Luke's sitting here asking me, "Am I good? Am I good?" Yep. Is it yep. Oh, there you are. All right, we're doing it. This Look at us. Spaceship, ladies and gentlemen, beaming up people from fucking out of nowhere. Luke uh, is I, in the house. From the bottom of a gin barrel, he's Luke Lowry. Hey, how's everybody doing tonight? You. Right? Oh my God! So you're about three minutes away from throwing up, too? No, I'm good now. I'm I I I've booted and rallied, and I'm good to podcast. <laughs> Yep. All right. Just the LSD or the bath salts? Crocodile. No, this this segment's all about Stevo. This isn't about me. So definitely bath salts, then. Definitely <laughs> yeah, bath salts. Exactly. That's that's exactly. your ridiculous hallucinogen of choice. Okay. Okay. Uh, so so Mr. Bath salts on the other end of this, Stevo. I couldn't help but hear your dentist has a podcast interview the other day, oh, and I thought I thought I might have heard a fib uh, on that podcast. Okay. Go ahead. Shoot. Shoot. Go ahead. So is it true or is it not true? You are six foot six. Yeah, that's totally true. I cannot. No. <laughs> You're not six foot six. You said you were six foot picture, six on the Dennis of the podcast. That is not I, a fact. I'll, I will. You know what? I'm going to send a picture of my license and we can post it on Bay Baseball just to prove it. I'm yeah, six foot six. Posted, yeah. Really? Am I going to be wrong about this? No I way. Because I mean, I don't know measuring tape. I think. <laughs> no, we got to get like the laser measurements, like they yeah. do from space or some nonsense. Yep. 
I want curiosity taking uh, taking some shots here. Yeah, maybe I'm, maybe I'm actually a midget. The people at home don't know. Maybe I'm just lying. <laughs> he's, still... actually, he's three six. <laughs> exactly. He had a blind roommate, and he's a midget. Yep. <laughs> um, shout out to Chowder, I guess. Shout out to Chowder. Blind, yeah, that's a uh, blind boys blogger. Sight beyond. Yeah, yeah, that's right. My ex blind roommate, you know, a good buddy. He's a big Yankee fan. So if he hears this, he's probably going to hate all the Boston talk. But uh, Chowder, uh, he's got a website out there, Sight Beyond Sight. That's S I T E beyond S-I-G-H-T. I also contribute to that blog there, but that's more kind of like a general interest blog, not uh, insane baseball. <laughs> and that's what we're all about, our insane baseball. And uh, extracurricular activities. Oh. <laughs> yeah, speaking of which, uh, well, yeah, it looks like it's uh, about 4.19, and uh, I only yeah, got a minute. Yep. So, I hear, uh, yeah, I hear <laughs> yeah. So, uh, We'll check, check back in with you for that on air. Um, well, so what's going when you jerk off and hang yourself? Oh my God! Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. The, I assume that's what's going to be going on. Yeah. Well, either uh, yeah, David Carradine or you know just the old you know Bulldogs forty four to the brain. You know. <laughs> that's a man's way. I like that. <laughs> it's respect right there. All right, boys. Thanks for having me on. It's been great. Yeah, man. Always. Uh, Always a pleasure. We'll talk soon. Talk soon. New columns. New column A's. New column bonds. There it is. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. And we'll go out of that. A little combine humor. Thanks for being with us. And keep lying about your height. (laughs) (laughs) Send that pic. Post a picture on the website. Say you're not a liar. And your home address. He's not six foot six, ladies and gentlemen. There's no way. All right. right. Thanks, uh, Thanks for being on. And we look forward to watching your Red Sox lose. Yes, we do. All right, that was our interview with Steve Lewis. I hope everyone enjoyed it. Uh, that's going to be the end of our show this week. Next week, we'll come back. We will actually do the first ever Appy Awards. So I hope everyone has their tuxes ready, and we'll see <laughs> you on the red carpet. Get ready for it. It is going to be the grandest experiment that Big Apple Baseball ever does. It is going to be a show of shows, a night of nights. Don't mm-hmm. miss it. All and, right. and I think also next week we have the part three to the Girardi interview. Keep promising. Kill that. Run into the ground. All right. So don't forget to email us at Big A Baseball. Check out the website. Uh, The email is podcast Big A Baseball, Big A Baseball dot com. At Big A Baseball on Twitter. There you go. Luke Podwalker. Luke Podwalker. Twitter. Jeffs with not here, man. Jeffs with an S. Jeff's not here, man. All right. Follow us on Twitter. Email us. Check out the website. And we will see you next week. Adios, folks. Chão, vou bater palmas Imaginar que morto aquece-me a alma Estou a rezar a Deus, a pedir que extermine Defendo-me ao diabo desde que ele te humilhe Dá-me a oportunidade, eu acendo o rasquilho Não há piedade para um abutre tão mesquinho